Okay, last question. Uh, probably the hardest one to answer as a bishop, but why did you agree to come on the Beatitudes? <laughs> <laughs> because the Lord also found himself with never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't come here. <laughs> we need it bad. Wow. Can the reverse the sick. <laughs> the reverse roasting begins now. <laughs> Woo, all right. I think that's almost the conclusion of this show, Bishop. Um, I don't think we can top that. No. That fantastic. I didn't even finish my line <laughs> of, of being with apostles oh, and with disciples. Yeah. I have never had so much fun watching one of our guests listen to the theme song of our show. (laughs) Welcome to the Beatitudes, ladies and gentlemen. This is a show for Christian men seeking to grow closer to God in their walk as they also grow in humor and holiness and authentic fraternity. We are the Beatitudes. My name is Jeff Shufflebein. I'm joined, as always, by the greatest eyebrows in the West, Nick Besner. (laughs) (laughs) Appropriate. (laughs) And perfect hair, don't care, Paul Colker. Swish, swish. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, let's just jump right in here. We have brought... We've got uh, a guest. We have a guest today. We have a... This... I, I, I prayed this day would happen sometime. I didn't think it would happen this early on into the Beatitudes. Welcome. You you didn't Episcopus see this coming? (laughs) Don't beat around the burning bush. Ah. <laughs> Bishop Burns. Yay! Yay! You actually have me speechless. <laughs> this is wonderful. I think, is that like a quote, like the Beatitudes? I'm speechless. <laughs> You've rendered me speechless. That's no, great. You can go either all. way. Welcome to yeah. the Beatitudes. It's great being with you. And I... First of all, I just want to thank you and support you in your gift of faith, your gift of humor, your gift of vitality, and all that you do in advancing the gospel message. You guys are a blessing. Oh, so it's an you. honor to be here with you. Wow. We thank you. Yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> I got to believe there's some bishops in the world that wouldn't say yes to this. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you would have seen the eye roll that happened there for half a second. It was great. That's right. That's right. Um, Bishop Burns, how long have you been the Bishop of Dallas here? You know, it will be um, seven years coming up that I came to make my announcement. I made the announcement on December 13th that I was going to be the eighth Bishop of the Diocese of Dallas. So uh, prior to this, I was the Bishop of Juneau, Alaska. So I flew in for the announcement. It was one full day of press conference, meeting people, going to the cathedral, seeing everything, Eucharistic, Adoration, Holy Hour, and the next day, right back out to get back to Alaska. I, I'm, I always love that, that uh, you throw in holy hour. Mm-hmm. And it's because it's not that you are all of a sudden this big political figure in this big town. It's that this truly has to be about what it was from the very beginning. Oh, absolutely. In, in fact, the very thrust of that holy hour at the end of the day of my announcement was to um, illustrate my goal. And that is to bring people before our Lord Jesus Christ. Plain and simple, yeah. you know, and and ask for his grace. When you very first got to town, there was an event called, uh, I forget what it was, Beers with the Bishop or something like this. It was at some pub, and I was like, I'm going to that. And it was maybe like 40, 50 people, and I took a picture with you, and it was, I mean, you're like in the first two or three months. And uh, you may not know this, Paul and I are both on Catholic Radio back then, 
before that was before Paula joined me about three years ago. And I was like, would you ever come on the radio? And you were like, yeah, I'll come sometime. And I'm like, you know what? There's something bigger coming. And someday we're going to have the bishop on something bigger. And here you are on the Beatitudes. So you, as a bishop, you've made it. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, he was already a successor of the apostles. But yeah, no, now. <laughs> okay. We're going to go. Uh, tells you how highly we think of ourselves, right? Is I, I got to tell you, I, I put your address into my uh, Apple Play in my car, and it's Siri, and it's out of my notes of my ca- uh, calendar. And Siri doesn't know how to pronounce your name. Beatudes. No. <laughs> Beatudes. We're also hard to find when you Google us as yeah. well. So, yeah, we're, we're working on that. The eight original Beatitudes seem to still have better SEO than we do. <laughs> How do Go they figure. get to be so, so popular? So famous. <laughs> oh, that is great. Okay, well, you are a Beatitude, and so we thought it would be interesting to hear, because i got to say this, uh, there's a lot of Catholics who get very excited to even know that they could talk to a bishop, that that's even a thing they could do because some of them even feel removed from their own parish priest. I know growing up, I thought the parish priest slept in the basement until I found out there was no basement. <laughs> um, to know how accessible our parish priests are takes us to the next level of getting to know our bishop. We would love to hear your journey. Where did you grow up? How did you know you were being called into religious life? <laughs> and I mean... I'm sure there's a lot to this, so I'm giving you the mic and I'm stepping out of the way. Yeah, and if you want to name like the high school that you went to, so that you know we could you know, find out from friends. Oh, more details. Yeah, more details. <laughs> show notes. I, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. The follow up show. <laughs> exactly. The other side. No, I grew up in Western Pennsylvania and always thought I was going to be a pastor in Western Pennsylvania. When I was in high school, I was uh, a janitor. In the evening, worked all night in a in a textile factory, um, and a lot of time alone. I remember, you know, just thinking about uh, what the future might have in store, and the thought, and it was a fleeting thought. Uh, wouldn't it be interesting being a priest? And I just remember shudders just going up and down my <laughs> spine. It's like, no, I don't think that that's something I would. Uh, and I put it out of my mind. Um, Were you raised in a family that was very participatory in mass? I mean, is it, how did that kind of cultivate in you? Well, I have to say, faith is always important in my family. Um, and with it, with my dad, my dad was very uh, strong Catholic. And in it, mom was Lutheran. And so with mom Lutheran, dad Catholic, we were, um, my brother and I have one brother, and we were baptized Catholic, went to Catholic school, um, and mom was always supportive. Mom was always right there. And it was just wonderful. She um, actually became Catholic before my ordination. Oh, wow. So, which was a blessing, uh, a true blessing. Wow. So then you were able to give her <coughs> communion? Absolutely. Your, oh, wow. That's Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and with that, I, I just always thought that, um, you know, the, the Lord would unveil to me why it is he's calling me because I was always questioning it. I was always questioning, especially whenever I saw some of the wonderful guys leave the seminary. I'm going, I'm still here, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you got it, a sense it, of humor, God. What do you? Well, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, and, and so, especially whenever he says you're going to be a bishop. <laughs> well, talk us through that. So, you, when you finish high school, how how fast after that do you end up in seminary? 
right after. Okay, straight yeah. into seminary. Exactly. So I went in as a freshman yeah. in college. Yeah. So nice. I went in, uh, uh, attended Duquesne University while I resided at St. Paul's Seminary in Pittsburgh. Oh, very cool. So, and then uh, graduated. Um, you know, even again, is with my questioning, I double majored. Just, <laughs> just <laughs> have that backup plan. Indeed. What was what was the second major then? It was philosophy and sociology because then I was going to look at law school. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. So that's uh, a good background for what you're doing. Yeah, yeah it still oh. works. Oh yeah. Yeah. So and then I um, graduated Duquesne University and, and St. Paul Seminary. Went to Mount St. Mary's Seminary, Emmitsburg, Maryland. So went there, and that was a that was a joy. You know, it's a it's a good seminary. And it really was a blessing for me. I was ordained uh, before you guys were born. So, <laughs> uh, Can you tell us what year? Yeah, nineteen eighty three. Oh, my man, I'm forty five years old. Okay, <laughs> but it was before I was born. <laughs> Wait, and I just, definitely, definitely me. Definitely <laughs> before Nick was born. Uh, I also it? just told my bishop, my man. <laughs> 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 Forgive us, Father, for we probably will sin. For Jeff what is what does it problem? say on the board? <laughs> old. Jeff yeah. is old. Jeff is old. <laughs> yeah, he's the one. Just yeah. snuck in there. Yeah. So this whole year, 1983, I was bo- uh, ordained. I said, yeah, I was ordained 40 years and 40 pounds ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've lost the weight, right? Is no. That- <laughs> oh, I was man. To, I was- <laughs> it's like a reverse yeah. something. Kind of I don't, yeah, was it a compliment? Mm, maybe, maybe I should maybe. leave. Should I just leave? No, not at <laughs> <Okay>. all. <laughs> okay, so uh, ordained in 83. Did you go straight into a parish? What was your, your priesthood? Sure. So I uh, ordained in 83, went to a small coal mining town in western Pennsylvania, and I was assigned as the parochial vicar of Our Lady of Lords in Burgettstown, Pennsylvania. Burgettstown. Burgettstown. Sounds made up for a cartoon. <laughs> no, it's actually right on the other side from Steubenville. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh. So, you, actually, from Steubenville, you drive right through and order to get to Pittsburgh Airport. Got so, it. There you yeah. go. But we, you have to go through another diocese. So, it's the thri, uh, uh, tri-state area. And uh, we're in West Virginia. You know. Oh, got it. Right at the, yeah. bo- the southern tip down there. Yeah, or the right. northern tip of... I can't yep. do my math. It's geography. <laughs> <laughs> so that might be part of the problem. It's, it's all in the northern hemisphere, Jeff. Thank I mean, you. Yeah. Thank you. That's right. The northern time zone. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah. And the northern hemisphere, <laughs> true. right? True. Well, yeah, but so are we. All right. So what was your experience like as a young priest? Um, I, and I don't think most people that are, that are listening, well, actually, I don't know who listens to this show, but um, take us through this journey of young priest, goes through all these different, you know, changes and, and moves all the way up to being a bishop. I'm so curious how that, that plays out and then what that feels like. Yeah. It is definitely, as much as I had the questions in my pre-ordination life before being ordained, it was after I was ordained that I started to, you know, with the eyes of faith, see clearer mm. that why it was the Lord was calling. And um, I just didn't just to really appreciate that. Um, I was ordained at 25 years old and sent to the first parish and it was an eye opener. It was, it was a joy. It was, it was a blast. Um, and, uh, we had a small school, Our Lady of the Lord school, and it, it was just also wonderful. I'd go in and, and teach. And of course you're young and 
and doing all kinds of things. And of course, everybody knows your brother's one of our newly ordained priests. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I didn't know if you'd want to spend this much time with another Colker. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a blessing. Oh, oh, Absolutely <laughs> a blessing. So um, with that, you know the energy. I, I think from your brother's perspective, too, yeah. know, being newly ordained, bouncing out of the seminary and into um, priestly life and ministry, it's, it's fun. When well, you the, put yourself back in that place, what advice do you give to, like, Father Father Colker? Not this. I just pointed at him. Yeah, sure, my sure. brother. My yeah. brother, yeah. yeah. Actually, pretty much just don't sweat it. Mm. Give it all you got, but don't sweat it. Uh, don't, uh, you know, need to get neurotic about things. Just really be there for the people. Well, he's actually said <clears throat> that he's he has found it difficult to figure out how to manage that schedule because he just wants to say yes to everything (laughs) because, because it's got such a good culture and and people in that parish. And so, I mean, and he's young and he's excited and ready to, to get out there and serve. That's what he's been studying for. Exactly. And, and with the young guys, the parishioners gravitate towards Mm. them, you know, and they want to help them, smother them with, you know, the <laughs> prayers, their love, their lasagna, affection. lasagna, yeah. three, three family <laughs> dinners yeah. a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Casserole. That's how you go for that extra forty pounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <A young priest. laughs> Generous parishioners and a young priesthood. You should do it then and now with your brother. Like, take one now. Oh, yeah. Fast forward. Bring him on. Well, we have that full spread in the uh, in the Texas Catholics. So yeah, that was uh, later. Texas Catholic yeah. is doing the coolest stuff on the newly ordained priests. Yeah, full page spreads yeah. and yeah, get to really know them and their histories. So. You know, and I'm glad because one thing I want to do is create a vocation culture in this diocese where young men feel definitely supported and stepping forward and saying yes. Well, it sounds awesome. It sounds that you really want them to feel at home in their first parish assignment as well. Oh. So that- that is, for me, we agonize over who they're going to be assigned with, where they're going to be assigned, what their gifts are, what their talents are. And, um, yeah, and, and for us, we take a special care because putting a newly ordained into a parish is vital. It's crucial. It's important. It's pivotal. It really is a significant moment. We take special care. In fact, I just had all the newly ordained over to my house for dinner. Oh, nice. You know, it was wonderful. Yeah. I said, we had eight men ordained to the priesthood mm-hmm. this year. And uh, with Bishop Kelly, you know, uh, so 10 Did of us. Did you do the cooking? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to thrive. <laughs> if you sit here and you, you're, um, I'll say, strategically following the Holy Spirit on where you're going to be placing a newly ordained priest, so you have a lot of parishes to understand the c- culture, community, and needs. How many? How many parishes in this? Seventy-seven. Diocese? Oh, that's nothing. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that is that Just is a large. Put organization. it in the spreadsheet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and from your office, you could drive how many hours north, south, and east to get to some of these? I mean, these are two hours, which is not bad at all. I have oh, brother you, bishops. Of where you came from? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, Alaska. Alaska yeah. might be a little bigger. Yeah, yeah. And a little bit exactly. more spread out. Yeah, where there were no roads. Yeah, you had to jump into an airplane to visit some of those parishes. Right, right, exactly. And That's that, fair. It's <laughs> perspective. Just a little I seventy five drive. Yeah, this will be Dallas traffic. You got this, yeah. Bishop. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, but no, some of my brother bishops. I mean, they have the entire state. Mm. Some of them, mm-hmm. and so they do. They're on the road a, a good bit. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, just two hours from from any one of my parishes, which is a blessing. This well, is go ahead. Well, I, yeah, I was just going to ask, and, and so <laughs> what is that like then? Because 
I mean, your schedule has to be crazy sometimes. It is crazy. I mean, most of the time, probably, right? You're needed in so many places, and you're bouncing around. You're probably wanting to make sure you're in touch with the people at each parish as much as possible. And so, well, I mean, what does that look like? Like, how do you how do you manage your Google Calendar or whatever? <laughs> like, Thanks, because much like your brother, I mean, it's ingrained in us. We want to do all this, and so we want to say yes, you know, to being with the people and and um, you know, praying with them and and celebrating with them and and supporting them, nurturing them. So there's this desire to always be with them, but I, I recognize we can't do it all. Um, and so it's important to to stay uh, focused, prioritize, truly um, advance the diocese in wonderful ways. Um, and one thing that we have <clears throat> in this diocese are phenomenal faithful. I mean, they're dedicated, they're committed, they're zealous. Um, there's there's just such a joy. The people in this diocese, if I can boast as the bishop, the people of this diocese are proud to be Catholic. And boy, it does it touch my heart. And as the shepherd of this diocese, I want to do everything we possibly can to make the faithful all the more proud to be Catholic. So You're to doing be a good job. well, to be on the Beatitudes <laughs> <laughs> is exactly one of the ways. <laughs> well, and I got to tell you, Bishop, it was neat when you got off the elevator. It is not far from there to the studio on this fifth floor. And I want to put a plug in for Lucid Private Office for a second because what you and I experienced walking together was that pride of the Dallas Diocese. It was person after person. In fact, a previous guest of the Beatitudes, Nathan Pinto, walks by, and he barely looks at me, and I go, Nathan, Bishop. And he goes, hey, he just comes around. <laughs> so you made him come say hi to me. Yeah. But, you know, I, there was a half a dozen people, and we probably walked 20 steps to get here. So yeah. you even see it just in the business community, not just when we're at Mass or at a Catholic celebration together. There is a real pride here. Um, but going back to your kind of like how do you – how do you keep up with your schedule? Let's say today you have to jump in the car, and I know this, This I can't remember what the parish is called, but you got to drive to Sherman, Texas. That's a two-hour okay. commute. Mm-hmm. What do you do on that car ride? That's just phone time. You're just you're listening to opera music. What are you doing? <laughs> you know what's nice is that I went, and I shared this in my homily, um, when I went to Immaculate Conception for their in, in Corsicana. Not close. Uh, no. <laughs> and it was for their 150th anniversary mm. as a parish. Wow. Well, at that time, they were the uh, Diocese of Galveston. <laughs> so, oh, okay. It, it, awesome. Yeah. So it, it, it was interesting with that. But I talked about the bishop in those days had to get on horseback and travel overnight in order to get. <clears throat> Well, yeah. I sit in my, you know, Nissan uh, Murano, and I have my Yeti with coffee. Yes. I have my Bose speakers, and you know, <laughs> I I have my rosary, you know, and praying that it, when that's done, I'm listening to Pandora, and mm-hmm. so it's it's all of that. It's air conditioned, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all nice. I mean, whenever I got there, I. You know, needed a necessary room, but <laughs> the other bishop needed a shower. You know, so it was something different. Um, That's a good wow. perspective to have on the situation. Yeah. yeah, but it, yeah, it's for for me. It's I'm humbled to be the bishop of this diocese. I'm privileged, you know, to be the bishop here. Well, so quick follow up on that though, because you said it's for the 150th anniversary for that one parish. So, do you have? I mean, is it your staff that's helping, like? inform you about important upcoming dates or how are you 
How are you staying on top of all of those types of moments? Correct. I have a, an administrative assistant, and she's just wonderful and and helping to orchestrate things. Also, we sit down and we prioritize. You know what it is um, that I should be at. I can't be everywhere. We have in this diocese just a phenomenal auxiliary bishop, Bishop mm. Greg Kelly. Wonderful. That yeah. helps. That helps absolutely. Yeah. Um, and what I find interesting, just to share a side note, is that Pope Francis, who is most creative in his own right, is changing things around that he has named two auxiliary bishops as cardinals, not the ordinary, who Whoa. is the archbishop, <laughs> but in mm. San Salvador, the auxiliary bishop is a cardinal, and in Lisbon, Portugal, the auxiliary bishop is a cardinal. I say to Bishop Kelly, one of these days, I'm going to come in and say, your eminence, can I get you a cup of coffee? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, but he's such a humble, he's, he's a great friend, and what a blessing to this diocese. I'll make a great pair, too. It's, I want to also say this. Elsa is your, your yes. assistant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got a chance to work with Elsa because this got put on your calendar when I cornered you and said, you're not leaving the stage. <laughs> Until you're on the Beatitudes. <laughs> kind of true. Uh, after a, a meeting that I got to MC, but I, Elsa right. sent me a note and she goes, can you tell me what questions you're going to ask of the bishop? And I said, no, Elsa, the Holy Spirit's in control of the show. She goes, do you have a list of questions? I was like, nope. The primer says Holy Spirit's in control. And she was like, okay, you made that clear. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's awesome, by the way. She I really, is. I she's appreciate her. Oh, yeah. I, I will tell you, working with me, She's going straight to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> she is. I love it. Do you it. want to say yeah. that about anybody else? Maybe in this room? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does that count as an official canonization? <laughs> it's coming from a bishop. <laughs> from hey, uh, we have a couple of fun things coming up, but first I just want to ask, when did you find out you were going to be a bishop? Talk about that moment. Wow. It was interesting. Um, I had finished my tour of duty at the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops in Washington, D.C. I went back to Pittsburgh uh, into a position that I had held before as rector of our seminary. So um, I was gone for 10 years, but prior to going to the Bishops' Conference, I was rector of the seminary and also director of clergy personnel. When I went back, it was Bishop Zubik who appointed me um, back at the seminary, and I told my parents when I was going back to Pittsburgh, what my new assignment was. And I said, well, uh, the bishop's putting me back at the seminary as a rector. And my dad, as dads sometimes can do, keep us humble. He says, well, Ed, apparently they're going to continue to assign you there until you get it right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. That is awesome. Yeah. So it was. I was there for one semester. Um, I came in in August. It was December 23rd. And I, not having a parish assignment, I went to visit, traveled to visit my parents for Christmas. And as I got off the plane, <clears throat> I noticed that there was a call on my cell phone. And I thought it was my mom, you know, tracking my flight and, and, and saying a few words and, and I really wait to see it. But it was a man with an Italian accent. <laughs> and it was Archbishop Pietro Sambi. Uh, the uh, Apostolic Nuncio uh, to the United States. And he said, Monsignor, if you could, please call me at your earliest convenience. So how quickly did you start sweating when you got that voicemail? 
Well, I, I, I just was, what does he want? Oh, and, okay. um, I, and I, I, I had been working because I had con- assisted in conducting an apostolic visitation of all the seminaries of the United States convened by John Paul II. And the um, Vatican was also doing uh, visitations with the sisters at the time. And I just thought they needed some assistance with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was just a logistical type of call. And I called back and it was when um, he said, uh, Monsignor, thank you for calling back. I want to inform you that Pope Benedict the Sixteenth has, I, and I knew whenever he said the Pope's name, it wasn't <laughs> logistical. <laughs> so, um, and and then you ever get those moments where life goes in slow motion? Uh, sure. <clears throat> we would like to inform you. <laughs> that is exactly right. <laughs> and 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 the word came out bishop. Yeah. <laughs> and then that was a jaw dropper, but the second jaw drop was Juno Alaska. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so did you Yay, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was there any kind of feeling and and maybe you don't want to answer this. Maybe we edit this out later, but did it feel like <laughs> did it feel like oh, I'm being banished to <laughs> the, the farthest corners of the United States? <laughs> well, allow me to tell you uh, this is why I fear microphones and headsets. <laughs> but I was invited to be on a talk show uh, in Juneau, Alaska, when I was a new bishop there. And it was Pete Karen who was the uh, announcer. <clears throat> and he said, ladies and gentlemen, today we have the new bishop of the Diocese of Juneau, Bishop Edward Burns. Bishop Burns, thank you so much for being here in our studios. And I said, well, Pete, what an honor to be with you. So, you're the new bishop of Juneau, Alaska. Is it because of something you did right? (laughs) (laughs) Because of something you did wrong. (laughs) How did you answer him? No. (laughs) You don't have to answer that. I'm just being a good ball. I just started laughing, you know, and then crying. (laughs) No. Do you know one of the taglines of this show is laugh till you cry and cry till you laugh? Oh, yeah. So, we actually want to do a little thing here to have you laugh until you cry hopefully and it's a game it's a game called blessed are the joke makers oh really for they shall inherit the points that's it (laughs) you're the judge yes and so what's going to happen is we're going to uh, take on a persona so we've got a character card and we're going to have to act out that character but we're going to have to answer this prompt from the catholic card game as that character Okay. Yeah, so and and literally, you don't have to do this. You just judge who gets the points. Yeah, oh, I'm grateful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it'll be 83 points in honor of ordination oh, in 83. There you go. There That's you it. Go. It's perfect. Um, before most of us were born. So most. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the character that we have to play is an eccentric billionaire, <clears throat> and the prompt we have to answer is: the Pope is writing about blank right now. Right now, the Pope is writing about how the gold-plated toilets on my G6 private jet are just not good for the environment. I might agree with him. Uh, uh, yes, um, um, right now, the, uh, the, the, the Pope is writing about um, uh, the, the dangers of uh, social, social media. And, um, well, I, I'm, I've recently acquired uh, a large platform. Um, I'm just going to simplify the name, though. Uh, I'm change it from multiple characters to just X and... Um, uh, <laughs> Well, and, and we're going to discuss it. Uh, I, I do love his, his handle, at Pontifex. It's, it's pretty, pretty nice, pretty great. 
can cut this, but that was exact like exactly oh, no. what I was gonna oh, do. Oh no! I got, I can, I can. So right now, uh, the Pope is probably writing about the metaverse and all the great things that I am designing for the metaverse, specifically how you could have a metaverse within a metaverse at the Synod on Synodality. <laughs> so it's really meta. Yes! I totally snorted uh, that. What an awesome home run wow. that was. That was your pivot? Yeah. That was fantastic. Bishop, you have to you basically have to judge and pick somebody to get 83 points. Yeah. And and the no, one no hurt feelings. And then you can tell one of us who loses and has to appeal to the apostolic penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you you, you did go. it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the pivot. That was put me under pressure. I guess that's what I need. That was quite the pivot. I man. can't possibly edit out the first part because then no. you don't appreciate how amazing the on your Thank feet you. was. Oh, that was that was so good. Bishop, for being our celebrity guest judge, we're going to give you a pair of socks. I don't think you wear very many saint socks, so you could re-gift these, and that would be totally within your purview to do so. <laughs> you are getting St. Therese of Lisieux socks from SockReligious.com, also known as St. Therese of Lisieux. <laughs> <laughs> I that's, stole that one. <laughs> that's that's what Scott and Jeff call it. Yeah. Bishop, you can uh, you can encourage others to get their own saint socks for the holidays by going to SockReligious.com slash Beatitudes for 10% off. But be careful, they're not good for long walks, only for a little way. <laughs> that is good. So good. That is good. Can I get some points? No, I'm just kidding. Just exactly. Kidding, just kidding. All right, we're going to be right back after a quick break with our uh, sponsors with Bishop Burns. Hi, it's Paul Kolker from the Beatitudes here, and I just wanted to share with you guys that I also, outside of the show, perform improv comedy on a regular basis with a group called Divine Comedy. So what we do is we come up with everything on the spot, so whether you're looking for faith-filled, fun, family-friendly comedy for your youth night, or whether you're looking for clean comedy for your corporate event, Divine Comedy can perform for your group and even get you in on the action. So if you'd like to hire us to come out and perform for your next event, check out Divine Comedy Improv. Com. Divine Comedy, an inferno of fun. Hey y'all, this is Jeff Shufflebein. When Nick and I set out to start our new company, Undivided Life, we were really concerned about how would we cover the healthcare needs of our growing families, and we were so excited to find a company that fit both our medical needs and our faith beliefs perfectly. It's called Solidarity HealthShare. It is an ethical alternative to traditional health insurance. We're never part of sharing in the medical costs of anything that goes against the teachings of the Catholic Church, making it a great alternative for Catholics and Christians alike. Solidarity is very affordable, which is perfect for a large family or for a new and growing business like the one we've started. So visit joinsolidarity.com today so that you can get started with us. The team at Aquinas Wealth Advisors believes that good values and good returns are not mutually exclusive. Using a tech-smart and morally sound approach, they provide investment alternatives that align with Catholic teachings without sacrificing returns. These days, faith-driven investors are finding it hard to know where their money is going. They have no visibility into what their dollars are supporting, but there's a better way. Thanks to the faith and finance score from Aquinas Wealth Advisors, you can look into your current holdings to see what you're supporting and make a switch to an advisor that aligns with your values and gives power to your voice. Check out AquinasWealth.com today. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Bishop Burns. Wow, first bishop. Thanks for coming, Bishop. I'm, I'm the first bishop here? Yeah, first wow. on our show. I told Bishop Kelly you were coming, and he goes, I'm going to be the first auxiliary bishop. <laughs> <laughs> and, and as we learned, maybe the first cardinal. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that is true. And I approve this message. All right. Let's <laughs> go. In the first segment, we talked about going to Alaska, living there for a while. Tell us the next page, coming to Texas, coming to Dallas. How did that transpire? It it was amazing. It was actually um, Cyber Monday. It was right after. <laughs> yes. It was Getting right after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I just remember um, getting – I was actually on my iPad – having an interview with a young man who is considering the priesthood and a 202 telephone number, which is Washington, D.C. area code, came up. And I'm hitting the delete button, you know, because <laughs> I don't want it. I want to continue this. And it's connected to my iPhone, so it's on my iPad. <clears throat> so I'm hitting delete uh, so I can continue this conversation. Didn't think anything of it. Hours go by, even after this call, I said, oh, I had that call that came in. I wonder if they left a message. And sure enough, it was the uh, Vatican ambassador. Uh, <laughs> okay. And so we it had was. one of those voicemails before. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Archbishop, this time, Christophe Pierre, who is now a, a new cardinal. Uh, yeah. So he then called and informed me that Pope Francis had appointed me uh, bishop of Dallas, Texas. And I was numb. I, I was just, just numb. Because um, you were in Alaska and it was cold? <laughs> <laughs> so Please send hot warmers. <laughs> I need a bigger parka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, please continue. I'm, I'm so sorry. I interrupted a bishop. I feel terrible. <laughs> so it was it was just interesting. I, I just shared this story recently. Um, when I came in for the day of the announcement, which was December 13, went through the entire day um, mass. I called the priest who were on the presbyteral council and it was making the news because it was announced. And, and so everybody's like Googling, who's this Ed Burns from Juneau, Alaska? And <clears throat> what I did was I reached out to some of the priests who are on the Presbyteral Council who represent all the priests of the diocese. And I said, hi, I'm Bishop Ed Burns. I'm the new bishop of the diocese of Dallas. And I just want to introduce myself. And the priest I called said, who is this? <laughs> I said, this is Bishop Burns. I'm, I'm, no, it's not. And he's going on like that. No, seriously. This is Bishop Burns. He goes, are you serious? Bishop, really? Th th thank you so much for... No, it's not. <laughs> he did that. It was hysterical. So I called all the guys and, and um, met with the staff at the pastoral center Um the very first thing I wanted to do is I met with all the staff in the chapel and we prayed together. Okay. You know, that's the first thing I wanted to do. Then we had a press conference and they're asking all kinds of questions about me being from Pittsburgh and, and now transplanted into Dallas and the football thing and if I <laughs> bled black and gold and all that kind of stuff. Um, but it was, it was fun. I mentioned that I had Holy Hour at St. Rita's. So it was a full, long day. It was making some news, and, and the next morning, it was on the, 
it was a slow news day. It was on the front page. New bishop. <laughs> sure. And I'm slow news. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm standing there for the 6 a.m. flight at DFW to go back to Alaska. And it's about 5.30, standing in line. This guy says to me, good morning, Father. How are you doing? I said, I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good. So you in town for the announcement of the new bishop? <laughs> he said, yes, I was. He goes, wait a minute, you are the new bishop. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you are good. <laughs> Thanks. So, but it it's just been, for me, uh, it's just so fulfilling. Uh, mm. If I can use my Pittsburghese, I'm having a blast, and and uh, the um, you know the church in the diocese of Dallas is alive and well, and uh, again uh, with my affection for the faithful here, my goal as the bishop is to do the best I possibly can so that the, the Catholics stay strong and they stay faithful. So. That's awesome! Um, wow. So wait, real quick. How you said you mentioned Pittsburgh to Dallas? How long did it take you to switch from Yens to Y'all? Oh, interesting, mm. interesting. Mm. I'm glad you know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Yens are talking about. <laughs> uh, okay, so he's still working they, on it. Then they even told me up in Alaska that um, they say all y'all, all y'all, all y'all. Well, yeah, that's the that's the plural you you all. <laughs> <laughs> what was you all to begin with? That's a great question. We're still, we've got our best men on it. We don't, we don't know yet. <laughs> so when I came here, I introduced myself to the Knights of Columbus State Convention of Texas. So there's a thousand some guys and we're in Houston. And I always thought that the Knights of Columbus were bishop friendly. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh. <clears throat> they booed me. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. <laughs> they booed me. So it all happened this way. I'm standing there. I said, Hi, I'm Bishop Edward Burns. I'm the new bishop of the Diocese of Dallas, Texas. And I am originally, I come to Dallas from the Diocese of Juneau, Alaska. And my faithful in Alaska said that by being assigned in Texas, I was being downsized. <laughs> now that the people the started to grumble. The, the, the yeah. knights start to grumble. Yeah, and I didn't have enough sense to stop there. <laughs> I said to them, "Oh, you think that's something? Let me tell you this: in Juneau, Alaska, we get 1.3 million visitors a year in the cruise industry, and so there's souvenir shops, there's t-shirt shops, and everything. There's one t-shirt that has an outline of Alaska and an outline of Texas side by side, and the caption is, Texas, how cute. <laughs> That's when they booed Whoa. me. <laughs> you know how to win over a crowd, Bishop. <laughs> Speaking, uh, smelling like the sheep, right? Yeah, yeah. Speaking exactly. the language of your people. <laughs> Way to go. Wow. Very <laughs> lucky. Well, no, but you, you can only go up from when you start that low. That's true. <laughs> Set the bar low. No, but what I, what I love is that everything you've emphasized so far is that you're not just coming in to be a CEO of a large corporation. You're, no. You've emphasized prayer with your, oh. uh, with your staff immediately and, or, or with the, the priests and, and, yeah. and going into adoration, which was probably a, a welcome oasis in the whirlwind of that day especially, mm -hmm. but... Uh, and then I just think it's providential is the day after the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe that right. that you're coming here where our our 
cathedral is Our Lady of Guadalupe. Correct. Yeah, Correct. that is amazing. And I, I will tell you, it's uh, our Blessed Mother has um, just a, a special part in, in my spirituality, my heart, um, and and my prayers. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, the Blessed Mother is just Amen. key and most instrumental in my vocation. I want to brag on you, and then I want to play a game with you. Okay. okay? The brag is, my dad goes on this cruise with my mom. They do the whole Alaska thing. Mm-hmm. He somehow is acting like he knows you, right? <laughs> he goes, oh, well, my son is in Dallas, and you know your former bishop uh, is in Dallas. Like, just telling everybody I think that he can. And there's a woman, because they, they take a ferry across to, I think it's a Therese shrine, isn't it? Correct. Yeah, so the socks are appropriate. And exactly. on, the, on the ferry, this woman says, will you please tell Bishop Burns via your son that I said hello? Well, then a year ago, I emcee a deal, and I'm sitting at the table with you, and I said hey, this woman on this ferry to the the shrine of uh, St. Therese uh, wanted my dad to tell him to tell me to tell you hello. And you said, oh, Carolyn, or whatever her name was. And I was <laughs> like, oh, man, he nailed it. Yeah. And then you flipped it and you said, please tell your father to tell her I said hello. So <laughs> <now> <laughs> he has to go, go back. back. <laughs> and I'm not picking up my dad. I was like, how am I supposed to translate this all the way to the bishop? But then you turned it on him. Amazing. Wow. That is awesome. Amazing. All right, we're going to play a game. This is uh, actually a really fun game. We're going to ask burning questions for Bishop Burns. They're easy questions if you're, if you're ready. I'm Nine ready. questions, a little bit of rapid fire. We're starting <clears> with Nicholas. Yep. Uh, what do you miss about Alaska? Definitely the people. Yeah. Uh, they're just phenomenal. Yeah. They're just wonderful. Uh, down to earth. Um, wholesome. Um, yeah. Earthy. Absolutely. Yeah. The only thing warm about that state. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just had to get a dig back at Alaska since you took so many. Sure. No, I apologize. Right. <laughs> Forgive <No>. me. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard a bishop say to me. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so uh, follow-up question. Why do you think the Catholic community in Dallas is so strong? Oh, uh, first of all, their faithfulness um, and their rootedness in in the faith. Um, The way in which they have grown in this area, at the time that Bishop Kelly was ordained, there was only 185,000 Catholics, and it was only 5% of the overall population. I think that the Catholic community had to be strong in their identity up against others who were always questioning the Catholic faith and, and questioning Catholics. So I, I think that it, it's ingrained in them to be strong. And what are those stats now? Well, the stats today are, and th- at that time, there were 185,000 Catholics. This diocese consisted of 43 counties. Yeah, it was much bigger. It wow. was, and that w- that all included the 33 counties in Tyler. Mm-hmm. Fort Worth had already been spun off, and so <clears throat> we're down to nine counties, um, and we have 1.3 million Catholics, wow. and we are at 32% of the overall population. All right, next question for you, Bishop. You got it. Which, and I really have trouble saying this next word, it's a, <laughs> it's a word from Scripture that doesn't roll off my tongue. Which beatitude resonates most with you right now? <laughs> or which beatitude? You know, you can, you can play favorites. Yeah, it's just a hard word for us to say because we scream out beatitudes all the time. Right. <laughs> We've co-opted the yeah, word. Yeah, like you just what hits you when you're thinking about the beatitudes right now that uh, 
would re- you would reflect on right now? You know, blessed are the peacemakers. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and all that we have to do, especially with the division that we see present in our country, um, when you see the conflicts in our world and whenever you see the wars mm. going on, you know, blessed are the peacemakers. We've got to be proactive. Yeah. Totally agree. <clears throat> if the Cowboys play the Eagles, who are you rooting for? Uh-oh. Eagles or Steelers? Well, this is a trick no, question. Is, it's a little trick. Ah, yeah. Cowboys. All right. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There <laughs> we go. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Who is a saint that you would recommend people to get to know on a deeper level? Interesting. You know, St. Therese of Lisieux, she is the patroness of the state of Alaska. Mm. Um, that, of course, um, you know, all things Blessed Mother. Um and especially Our Lady of Guadalupe, uh, the Queen of the Americas. I have special affection for St. John Paul II and St. Teresa of Calcutta. I met both of them. So it was an opportunity to engage a saint, you know, in that regard. Um, I, I cherish being in Emmitsburg, Maryland, that I taught in the high school, uh, St. Joseph's High School in Emmitsburg, which was started by St. Elizabeth Ann Seton oh, and, cool. and who started Catholic schools. So, so there's give us nine to go deeper on. I know really, <laughs> I, I apologize, but it is, it is really expected. It's, really. it's really difficult to, to identify just one. I a hundred percent agree. Good, yeah. good answer. What's uh, one of your best childhood vacations that you remember? Oh, I have to say that uh, my grandfather, when he moved to Pittsburgh because of the industrial boom with all the steel mills, um, my grandmother hated Pittsburgh. She was from Portland, Oregon, and um, they wanted to get up in the mountains. So granddad built a cabin in the Appalachian Mountains, and we would always go there as a family. That is you so know? cool. Yeah. So that for me is uh, treasured memories. Don't buy a cabin. Build one. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> my takeaway. Yeah. Who's a famous person that you've met other than the Pope or those saints? <laughs> Jeff Shufflebein. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. Uh, you know that clip's going on LinkedIn. <laughs> that's the entire show. <laughs> on repeat for 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah. No, I would, I, have to, I would definitely say, you know, uh, any one of the popes because of the significance of apostolic succession all the way back to Peter. Mm. Peter, you are rock. And on this rock, I will build my church and the jaws of death shall not prevail against it. And I cherish the fact that I was ordained by a bishop who was ordained by a bishop who was ordained by St. John Paul II. And so with your brother having ordained your brother he's in that lineage wow. you know wow. saint john paul right. ii all the way back mm. to christ you know and no other christian community possesses that connection to jesus christ the apostolic succession except the holy roman catholic church and so for us to celebrate that is, yeah. is important wow. great answer <laughs> okay um what are your hobbies? Just like, do you have any hobbies outside of all of the administration and things you have to do? You know, when I went to Alaska, it was the very first time I lived alone. So I'm in my igloo and I, <laughs> I just had, I just, you know, I, so I took up cooking. Oh. Um, it got 
dark so early, you know, <laughs> and, and so just started cooking. I'm a certified scuba diver, so I enjoy that. I um, followed the carpenter, and so I enjoy working with wood. Um, wow. You know, those are just some of the things. Man of many talents. Well, no, not I just <laughs> hobbies. dabble. Hobbies yeah. and talents. Ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's great. That's awesome. <clears throat> okay, last question. Uh, probably the hardest one to answer as a bishop, but why did you agree to come on the Beatitudes? <laughs> <laughs> because the Lord also found himself with never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I didn't come here. <laughs> we need it bad. Wow. The reverse the sick. <laughs> the reverse roasting begins now. <laughs> Woo, all right. I think that's almost the conclusion of this show, Bishop. Um, I don't think we can top that. No. That I didn't even finish my line. <laughs> Of, of being with apostles oh, and with disciples. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was what he emphasized. Boy, with you the guys parties. just jump to the chase, don't you? <laughs> We're well, used you, to being attacked. <laughs> you also paused very strategically there. <laughs> All right, Bishop, uh, maybe just a closing, just a prayer for the people listening, and then we will invite all of you to come back for the bonus show happening on Friday where we're going to be talking about the Synod, and we're going to be talking about some really great updates on what's happened with our cathedral downtown. Excellent. But um, we're going to save that for the bonus show. Will you lead us out in a prayer, and then we'll uh, we'll go get them? Absolutely. All right. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, Heavenly Father, we come before you mindful of the many ways you have blessed us. I ask, Heavenly Father, that you bless all the listeners, the watchers of this podcast. I ask that you continue to bless us in our desire to bring forth the gospel message and the mission of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. In guiding all of us, Heavenly Father, we seek ultimately to do your will. Infuse in us the gifts of your Holy Spirit. And we ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We'll see y'all on the bonus. And for the rest of you, we will see (laughs) See you in the the Eucharist. Eucharist. God God bless. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at, that's the symbol at, so shift and two on your keyboard, at the underscore Beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.